Today, not a good day for people that work in several health agency jobs in the province. We're joined uh, by Christine Elliott to talk about the cuts that Tina Trajani was speaking about in the news. Welcome to the show. It's good to have you on. Christine, of course, is the health minister. Hello, Kelly. Thanks for being here. So let's get into it here. What agencies are going to be affected today by pink slips? It's primarily the local health uh, integration networks that we announced uh, several months ago are being integrated into Ontario Health. And so there are uh, 800 um, positions that are affected. Uh, A little over 400 of them are actually um, uh, have people employed in them. The rest are are vacant. We didn't fill those jobs because we knew that there was going to be some uh, back office um, consolidation that was going to be happening when you put all of those agencies together, each with their own uh, human resources, communications, planning departments, and so on, put them all into Ontario Health, um, that um, we knew that there would be some job losses as a result. So any job loss is very unfortunate. Um, I am very sorry about what's happening, um, but it's, it's not about the money. It's really about improving health care for all Ontarians by putting the agencies into um, Ontario Health and, and making sure that we can break down those silos to make sure that people will get the integrated, connected care that they um, expect and deserve. And what is the, uh, you know, beyond the fact that you want you don't want duplication of jobs here because you are looking for efficiencies, why was this move necessary? It was necessary because we want to have one uh, back office for the six agencies in the 14 local health integration networks that are going into Ontario Health. Uh, only one back office is needed for that, but it's, the idea is you can then put those savings, $250 million in, in savings from those jobs, into frontline care. And we've seen, for example, Cancer Care Ontario has already done that with um, some of their savings in terms of back office, they are using $1.6 million to add more uh, PET scanning technology in uh, Sudbury. So it's it's going directly into frontline care, uh, into the services that people have told us that they need. And what, what uh, do you know specifically what services that that is going to go into? Because if you've been told by people, we need these services, what are you looking at? Well, the, the, that money, $250 million, could pay for 700 hospital beds or 600, sorry, 6,500 long-term care spaces. And we have told people of Ontario that we are going to increase long-term care spaces by 15,000 in five years. So some of those savings will go directly into more hospital beds, more long-term care beds, and other services that, that we need on the front line. How do you decide? Decide in terms of between you know hospital beds, long-term care beds. If they're both needed, how, how does the government decide where that money is going to go? Or do you say, okay, we're going to split it? Well, it's, it is being split because we know that we need more hospital beds for sure. We need uh, three thousand more beds, which we've promised people of Ontario we will provide over the next several years. Uh, We are at about the halfway point in the 15,000 long-term care bed spaces that we promised, so we need, there's more work that needs to be done on that. And we have to make sure that we have geographic diversity too, uh, and, and put those beds and spaces where there is the greatest need. Opposition parties at Queen's Park, they have been critical. They say that it's unnecessary and potentially wasteful to 
um, create a centralization of key health agencies, uh, healthcare agencies. What do you say to that? I would say it's exactly the opposite. What we need to do is make sure that we can break down the silos, put those agencies together where they can do the best work and and really provide examples in terms of other work that we can do and not have duplicative uh, back office services when one back office group can do the work for 14 local health integration networks and six agencies. And then you can put more people on the front lines, have more beds, have more long-term care beds. That's what people um, want. And that's what we are providing. So uh, 416 administrative back office employees will be issued pink slips in mainly the uh, localized health integrated networks today. Yes. Your boss, Doug Ford, has said no one will lose their job. You know, he said that when he was first elected. How does he feel today? Well, what uh, Premier Ford did say was we're, nobody who's providing frontline services is going to lose a job, and, and uh, the jobs that are being um, that are redundant at this point are not frontline care jobs. They are uh, in some of them are in um, back office work, some in, in planning, some in finance. Uh, we don't need to have 20 different offices doing that work when one can do it. What we need are more beds on the front line, front line uh, hospital beds and long-term care beds, mental health services. Uh, that's another advantage of putting them into Ontario Health. Cancer Care Ontario is doing a wonderful job in providing provincial, innovative uh, cancer services, and we are using that as a model for the agency that we are hoping to create that we started with the uh, legislation for, uh, Mental Health and Addiction Center of Excellence. So this is an opportunity for us to really use the organizations that are doing this excellent frontline care work and then create other services based on that. How do you ensure that Ontario Health, the new single agency, is going to be easier to navigate for, you know, clients, your constituents? Uh, because that is a priority for for us as a government. We are going to create a system of care that's centered on the patient. Our health care system right now is not, and we are going to um, view it from the eyes of patients. We have patients that are advising us now and will in the future on what's the best way to deliver services and how to communicate that to people so that they know. Right now, even people who are involved in healthcare themselves, when they are uh, looking to find a long-term care space for their parents, they are mystified at how to do it. So it tells me that there's something wrong there. We need to change that and make our healthcare system um, easily available for patient use. I want to thank you for your time. Thank you very much, Kelly. That's uh, Christine Elliott. She's the health minister of the province talking about the jobs that are going to be affected today. I mean, it's it's uh, never a good day. No one wants to issue pink slips. But if this is going to a centralized uh, network, I think, uh, and the money can be guaranteed that it's going to go back into the health care system. She's looking at $250 million back into the health care system as far as uh, savings go with losing these 416 jobs. I think it's kind of hard, hard to argue They were voted in to find some efficiencies, and if this is where they find it, it's a dark day for, for, you know, some people. And then for uh, the rest of the people that use the health care system, including the people that are going to lose their jobs, maybe there's some light at the end of this tunnel. Mm -hmm. Just like how people are going to, you know, uh, maybe... 
feel better about paying higher fees and taxes if they feel like they're getting better services. I think people will turn the other way or turn the other cheek when they think about these firings if they feel like they're getting better services. She's not saying they're like firing. They're redundancies Mm -hmm. is what what they're calling them. 